Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. Welcome to episode 132 of the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. And if you are a new listener, then welcome. And if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. And as always, if you are a seasoned or new network marketer still building your business primarily through the means of Facebook and Instagram, and you are still not leveraging and harnessing the power and potential of LinkedIn, then head over to my website, www.scottaaron.net, where you can fill out a form to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me, where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we could potentially work together. So I get excited for all my episodes, but there's just a little added extra excitement when I actually get to interview some of my friends. And that's not the takeaway from any of my other guests, but when, when you talk to someone that you've known for a while in the profession and you've had dinners and you've hung out and then you get them on here, it's a whole other ballgame. So the person that I have for you guys today, I know you guys are going to resonate so much with this person because they've kind of done it all. They've been in the service industry. They've been in retail. They've owned their own business. They were a stay-at-home parent for a number of years. And circulating all around that was network marketing. It always used to come up, whether it was within her family or friends or hearing about it. But it was nothing that they ever ended up endeavoring into until obviously it was right in front of their face. So this person has such a powerful and meaningful story that I don't want to spend any more time on this introduction. I want them telling it to you. So Jen Smith, welcome to today's episode. Uh, thank you, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. So you do have a very, very diverse background, and that's what I want to dive into. So. You did so many different things, and, and I want to dive into how you got started in those things. But more importantly, when you became a mother for the first time 13 years ago, what really shifted when that moment happened that, that really sent you down this path, not only on self-discovery, but entrepreneurship within network marketing? Oh, when I became a mother 13 years ago, my whole world changed. I never knew that I could love someone so, so much. Um, and I knew I wanted to be home with my children. I grew up with a, you know, a mom that was super present that also worked, but I knew I wanted to be there for like every, every milestone, everything. And I, you know, I chose to be that that person to be stay, stay at home mom. And I, yeah, I loved it. So what was it, you know, obviously you've dabbled in a lot of stuff. You bartender, you were yeah. a waitress, you've, you owned your own restaurant and, you know, network marketing was always kind of present and prevalent in your life one way, shape or form through uh, association or not. What was it 
about network marketing when you first heard about it where you're like, eh, eh, no way, never. And then where you're like, you know what? Maybe I should take a look at this. Well, 13 years ago, things were a little bit different too, especially with um, social media and, and really networking in general in different areas. And, you know, I never was a, a complete no. I, I always look at myself, I was a spectator to the industry for many years. And I always be a part of it. But as a mom and, you know, you just, I was all in or, you know, just spectating. And I watched. And I, I really do believe that, um, you know, between timing and, you know, I would go to events and I would feel the energy, but then I would come home and I'd be like, I don't know how I would do both. Um, but, you know, there comes a point where you just, you just you listen to your heart and you just, you know, I always knew I was going to be a part of it. Let's put it that way. I loved everything about it and watching firsthand family members and friends be a part of it. You know, it was building the belief that I could do it. Um, you know, having the background in the service industry and knowing that I loved people. Um, you know, and then I would go home, do my mom thing. And, you know, it was, it was a big gap and having children is a blessing, but you know, moving forward as the years went on, I knew that I had more to give other than being a mom, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of moms that, that listen to this podcast. There's a lot of stay at home moms. And, and I want to talk about something that's, that it's, it's very personal. Yeah. And, you know, could be hard for some people to talk about. And what I want to talk about is, is having a supported versus unsupported spouse. And so how, how important is that? And for that person that, that does have an unsupported spouse, what can they do to continue to progress in growing their business? Um, oh, that's a good question. Well, I, I would say, you know, <laughs> um, doing you, you know, like, if you don't have it, <laughs> watching, okay, so. I know it's like a loaded question, but I, I mean, yeah. you, you can go as deep as you want from this because it's, it's important for people to hear because, you know, you and I both have similar backgrounds and the fact that, you know, we've, we've been in, in different relationships. So, yeah. so just, but a lot of people, they, they feel that and they're, they're not really sure what to do. Yeah, so, you know, going back, we had, we had restaurants and I always supported, um, at that time, my spouse's dreams and following, you know, what they were passionate about, what he was passionate about. And, you know, I, as a, you know, mother and a wife, I put myself on the back burner. I really did. And I, you know, dedicated my life to raising my children. But at the same time, I knew I wanted to pursue something so much greater than that. Um, and, you know, I, supporting your spouse is huge. I feel like if you don't have that support, it, it really is hard to move forward. I wouldn't say I necessarily, you know, didn't have the support. I just chose to do what I did, but I knew that I just, you know, I wasn't in the right, I wasn't, it wasn't 
going both ways as far as supporting each other and, um, you know, moving forward was a decision that I made as far as, you know, just like it, it wasn't because of business or anything. It was other reasons, but, you know, finding yourself in the process and really knowing, you know, I got married super young. So I really do believe that I still was, um, growing, you know, and finding myself and, you know, figuring it out along the way. And I'm grateful for the relationships that I've had in the past and the people that I've met. And I'm grateful for everything, um, especially my children's father, of course. But you know what? We didn't see eye to eye in a lot of things. And I do believe that you just have to check in with yourself. Everybody's so different when it comes to I grew up with, you know, parents who did network marketing side by side. And, um, you know, one was not for it in the beginning. But, you know, when you, when you love someone so much and you see how happy they are and you embrace that, that's when you know this is something for the both of you. And this is, this is a positive in the relationship in all. You know, it's... I'm going to go back to something that you said, and it's about self-love and self-care. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes when you, people don't understand the power of putting yourself first. So what have you personally learned about putting Jen first? Oh, so much. Um, You know, my mom said something to me years ago. It was probably about five years ago that really hit me hard. And I knew this, but I never, it never digested. And it was, um, in order to love others, you have to love yourself first. And that was like always something that I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, but I never acted on. And it was something that I had literally stopped doing. And it was something that was affecting my everyday and how I felt and how I showed up, not only as a sister, a daughter, a mother, but everywhere. And it was, you know, it's funny when you hear it and you hear it and then you hear it again from the person that you need to hear it from the most, it clicks and it clicked. And self-love is everything. It really is. Um, and, you know, if that's one thing that I can share and pass along to my children, that's, that is definitely number one. So you've, you've been in the industry for a number of years yeah. and there's a lot of people that have come in and out of your organization. What would you say is the number one, you know, defining factor or reason that people, they, 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 they don't do this. They, they have this preconceived notion that it's going to be easy and I'm going to make all this money. And then they find out it's just like running a business and, and they don't treat it that way. But what do you think really stands in, in people's ways of, of being successful in network marketing? I love this question. And I, this is something I think about often. Um, I would say the number one factor is belief. Um, belief in what you're sharing, belief in yourself. And I was so blessed and fortunate and still am to have somebody who have the belief in myself a hundred percent, but have somebody, I borrowed belief in the beginning. I always say, and I had the belief of my mom and she was just like, you can do this. And 
belief is huge. Um, quitting is not an option. Oh my gosh, the train just went by. Quitting is not an option. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is the realness of doing it. Yeah. Sometimes you have trains in the back. There's no running from my train. I love it. It's like my <laughs> clock. Um, but absolutely belief and building your belief. And there's ways to do it in the industry. And I think, um, you know, if the belief isn't there in the beginning, having a mentor that you can borrow their belief. Yep. So you've had a lot of mentors. Mm -hmm. Who was the first mentor that you have and have had? And what would you say is the biggest lesson that you learned from them? My, my first and forever mentor is my mother. Um, the biggest lesson I learned from her, wow. Um, not caring what other people think and just going for it. You know, that's one thing I learned from my mom. And, you know, she had, she was the most unbelievable network marketer with grace. She cared so much about people and learning that too firsthand. I would listen to her calls. I would listen to her do three ways and I would listen to her speak to people and just the heart that she had. I, I knew I was like, wow, like, you know, having that and just doing you doing network marketing your way and owning it. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful because in network marketing, you can get, you can get so distracted by the shiny objects, but really? it's an industry where you can't avoid the comparison in the beginning because, you know, the, the example I give people is network marketing is like a puzzle box that you give your kids. Mm -hmm. The only difference is the puzzle boxes that we give our kids. There's a picture of, of the puzzle on the cover. They dump it out. They put the cover next to it and they put the pieces together. In mm -hmm. network marketing, there's no picture on the cover. You have to kind of figure it out. And it's seeing the invisible. And I think one of the biggest things that you shared is you can't care about what other people think or feel about you. And, mm -hmm. and I think Earl Nightingale says it the best. He goes, or I actually was Les Brown. He says, other people's thoughts and opinions of you does not have to become who you are. Absolutely. So what do you think is... In, in respect to, and, and, you know, it's one of those things where when you say, I don't care what people think of me, like, it, it's, not, it's not like being like an asshole or anything, No. but, but talk about, and especially, you know, to the women that listen to this and, you know, I speak to the guys all the time, but talk to the women to this, that the, you know, your girlfriends, when, when, when your family and your friends and your girlfriends, like think what you're doing is a pyramid and a Ponzi and it's bullshit and all this stuff, mm -hmm. like it could really hurt your feelings. So, and again, I don't think you would deny that your feelings weren't hurt in the beginning, but you know, the more arrows that you took, the more armor that you build up. So talk about the importance of not so much not caring what people think, but meeting people where they are allowing you to move forward. Yeah. I, and you know what? I think this all, that's a great question. And I think it all circles back to belief. Um, you know, I never, I, I remember, hearing the word Ponzi scheme and, and, you know, pyramid scheme. And I knew the definition of those. And I knew that this wasn't that. And, you know, 
one thing that I've learned along the way is, you know, when people say no, it's, it's K-N-O-W. They don't know. And it's, it's really about educating people. It really is. Um, and that's what I love most about it. It's about educating people on the, the beautiful industry that network marketing is. And, you know, a lot of people just don't K-N-O-W. And again, when people would say like, you know, this is illegal or whatever, whatever, I'd laugh because I'm like, no, it's not. Like this is the most beautiful industry with an amazing compensation plan that's creating more time freedom and changing people's lives. And that circles back to belief, building your belief. If your belief is at 10 out of 10, you're solid. And you'll, you know those people. They're there. So, you know, you've been in this profession for a long time and you've, you've built a tremendous team and a successful team. What do you think that you possess as far as a superpower that has allowed you to continue to progress forward through the ups and downs, through the bumps in the road, through the the scrapes and the broken bones along the way in network marketing. What do you think your superpower is that has, has allowed you to progress through every single year? Um, I don't know if this is considered a superpower, but there's no quitting. Like I, you know, at all those bumps and, and, you know, nothing goes perfect. They're there to help you grow. And I've learned that, you know, Faith it till you make it. That's like my biggest thing. <laughs> Faith it till you make it. And you just, you really do learn as you go. And I guess you would, I, I don't know. I guess my superpower would be just having that no quitting mentality and just, you know, loving on people. I love people. I, I know I'm in the right place. I really do. I feel so solid. And um, yeah. So what do you think the number one key, and there's so many keys that you can probably give, but for that new network marketer that is listening to this, yeah. they've just started, you know, you and I both know when we first started a number of years ago, it was very different. I mean, it's still the same in, in the respect to how you build your business, but you know, social media has taken over. There's new avenues and new ways of building a business. And there's a, there's competition out there. There's a, there's new companies opening up all the time. You know, no one is better than the other. You know, you, you find the vehicle that feels good to you. Absolutely. But what would you say is the best single piece of advice you would give that brand new network marketer about their, the journey they're about to go on if they are fully committed to building this as a business? I would say plug into your community, plug into your company's events, plug into, you know, growing relationships with other people in the industry. I'm a firm believer of you are who you surround yourself with. And I do believe that, you know, I'm grateful to be in a company that has amazing events that help me grow and connect me with beautiful people. Um, but I, I would definitely say, plug into your community, your tools, your culture. It's, it's, it's number one in my eyes. And it's, and I do believe it's what's kept me going because I look so much forward to those events and, you know, just seeing everybody. 
that's so powerful because what people need to understand, and, and just to piggyback on what Jen just said, what you guys need to understand is that network marketing, it can be very lonely at times because you work from home, you're, you're going on all these Zoom calls and the people around you might not be respecting or supporting you in what you're doing. And, and it could be a very lonely place. So really digging into the culture of your company and your team and, and staying connected to people locally, you know, Jen and I, and, and a couple of the other local leaders here in Philadelphia, we used to do meetups all the time. We used to do, yeah. you know, multi-team trainings because, you know, it doesn't matter what team you're on, you crave that connection, that, that right. community. So I think that's such an important statement to really don't go this alone. You, you know, yeah. e even though you're, you're on the other side of a computer screen or, or a phone, you know, get to those local events, get to those meetups, get to your national conferences, because that's where the magic happens when you're around that community of people that, that really do push you forward. So I, I think that was beautifully stated and said, because it community is everything. And yeah. You know, you know, my big thing is teaching human connection because I think that's the one thing that people are still forgetting that one of the best building blocks to any business, whether it's network marketing or not, is that, that human connection factor. And, and when you can be a good human connector, you can build the best business of, of whatever you want to build. So I, I think that was beautifully stated. Absolutely. I agree with you, Scott. So there's a lot of things that you can probably answer with this question, but I, I want you to kind of speak to whatever comes up most. Okay. If, someone, if someone was to ask you, Jen, you know, in your, your years of, of building your business, what was the, the biggest obstacle that you had to overcome? How would you respond to that question? The biggest obstacle that I had to overcome. Um, <laughs> and this goes back to our dinner conversation. So I am kind of an introvert. Um, I am a homebody. I, as much as, you know, I match energy for energy. So I do believe that when I am connected with people who, you know, when I'm out and about and I'm with my people, like I am like yellow gen, but truth be told, like I am a very personal, very, um, I wouldn't say like, I'm just, introverted in many ways. And I think coming out of my shell, that was getting out of my comfort zone has been the biggest obstacle, but again, it has been the biggest blessing. So I think, um, you know, growing that belief in myself that I, as a stay at home mom who had lots of side gigs, side hustles, um, could do this, you know, and going out of that comfort zone and, you know, growing as a mom, a woman, a, just doing my thing, that has been the biggest obstacle. I think people think, you know, somebody said to me, I was doing a live a couple of weeks ago, like, you're so good at it. I sweat my butt off. Like I get so nervous. I have to get in the zone. And I think people don't realize that like anything worth having does not come easy, but the more you do something that you dread, or you just like are so nervous about, the easier it becomes. And um, that for me has been the biggest obstacle. Once I get going, I'm pretty good. But I, you know, I just want people to know that this industry is for everybody. And you don't have to be the most outgoing person to um, really connect with people because you're going to connect with the right people 
regardless. I think that's also very important because something that was once uncomfortable, the more reps that you get in, just like going to the gym, it yeah, gets more absolutely. comfortable. And you know, the, the unknown and uncomfort zone, that's where all the magic happens. That's when, absolutely. you know, people forget that we were kids once too, and we were growing, we were inquisitive, we were expanding, we were running, we were those sponges, but we're still sponges no matter how old we get. And it's just choosing to want to learn more. So I, I think any introvert that is listening to this, it doesn't mean you have to become an extrovert, but you, you gotta, and people have heard me do trainings, you have to lean into the fear. Yet you, you have to, you can't let fear overtake you because it's gonna paralyze you. And network, our, network marketing is not a speed game, but it is a consistency game. And, mm -hmm. and as soon as you put things on hold, as soon as you become a tree and you kind of stand still, you lose that momentum. So it's really important. And again, you people have heard me say this before. I don't care if you move forward an inch, a foot or a mile, as long as you're moving forward each and every day in some way, shape or form, that needle is going to be pointing in the direction of success. And, and that's what people need to do. So in regards to obstacles, you know, we, we all have victories and I always believe in, in sharing victories. Mm -hmm. So 2019, obviously for a lot of people has been you know, a, a game changing year. And, and I think if people can think about it, they can find something uh, amazing that happened. So, you know, with, with 2019 now being behind us and now we're into 2020, what would you say from last year, what was the biggest victory that you had either personally or professionally or both? Um, I don't know. I, trying to think. I would say, you know, just expanding the community that I'm creating and just, you know, I look at the little things. I am not like a, I really do like the people that I've met, um, where we're going. Oh my gosh, where we're going in our company and with our team and just, you know, feeling that momentum. I don't think it's one specific aha victory. I just think that, you know, like you mentioned, consistency and the growth and, oh, just meeting the people along the way. I, I really do. I look at the, I look at that as like huge and watching other people grow. Um, just all around. It, it's incredible. It really is. Well, that's, that's the answer of a servant leader, you know, <laughs> having having your victory be the growth of other people around you i think yeah. that, that was beautiful and, and you are a servant leader and, and people and i know if if any of your team is listening to this call i i know how blessed they are to be you know walking alongside with you in in, in building this business so you know thank you that's a beautiful answer you know obviously i'm, I'm not surprised because of who you are and that's just what you do you lead with your heart and and i think that's coming through right now so before we wind down, you're a, you're a big fitness buff like me. You know, you, you've had two kids, but that has not stopped you from regaining your six pack, which is, is <laughs> if people do follow you on social media, it's, it's shown periodically throughout the year to let people know that it, it, it's still there. It's there, and, and no matter how many kids you do or don't have, it's, it's possible. Absolutely. And you, you, you've mentioned to me before that February is your favorite month. 
which we're, which we're in now. And, you know, January is when people are they're gung-ho about achieving all their goals, but actually <laughs> February is your favorite month. So, so two, really number one, why is February your favorite month? And you're actually, you're doing something right now uh, for the fitness community that people can get in on. So talk about one, why February is your favorite month and two, what is the thing that you're doing now that other people can jump in on? Awesome. So I, like you just mentioned, January is one of those months. I call it like the pregame to the new year. Everybody's digesting the new year, practicing writing our 2020, um, setting goals. I am a results, not resolutions kind of girl. So for some reason, February, um, it's love month and loving on yourself. And I embrace, I don't think one day a year should be you know, love day. I think it's every single day, but February is just, has always been a real kickstart month for our community and for um, just self-love and just really loving on ourselves. And I am excited because I, I love moving my body and I do love to mix my two passions of nutrition and moving your body. And this February, we're going to put it together and it's, it's going to be awesome and quick workouts. I'm a group fitness instructor, but I teach 30 minute classes. Um, and I do believe that I'm just grateful that I figured out that I didn't have to grind in the gym for two hours to get results. And I, I know how busy moms are and everybody, um, whether you're working or you're a student and these quick, effective workouts, I'm just excited to share. So, so how can people find out about these workouts and, and what you're doing locally or how they can join you online? What's the best way for people to get in touch with you to, to find out more? Yeah, absolutely. Peace, love, health on Instagram. Um, peace underscore love underscore health. And that's where you'll find me and everything, all the information on how to be a part of our community and, you know, love on yourself a little bit more every single day. Love it. Love it yeah. because you represent all three of those things. So um, that's amazing. So before we end, uh, there is no wrong answer to this because this is your own answer. So if I was to ask you, Jen, what mm -hmm. does success mean to you? How would you answer that question? I love that. Success to me... is love. And I'm just going to put that out there. It is doing what you love, being with who you love and, you know, loving on yourself. And the combination of all of those just equals success for me um, in many ways. And I believe it's everything. And yeah, that's my definition of success. I mean, Sometimes it, it doesn't have to be anything long. Yeah. It, can, it can be something very, very short. But guys, remember, please connect with Jen on Instagram. It's at peace underscore love underscore health. Yep. And you'll be inspired. And Jen, I just wanted to thank you again. Thanks. Your heart, your heart of service, just being open, just being real, and just Absolutely. pouring all your love into me and my audience. I'm just grateful Aww. for you and cool. for you coming on here today. Perfect. So Thanks guys, absolutely. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Share it with who you feel needs to hear it most. 
Obviously, you can take a screenshot. You can tag us both on Instagram. I am at Scott Aaron LinkedIn. And again, thank you so much for joining me today. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all of the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.